Welcome back to Two Tarot Nerds. This is a podcast with me, Jolie, and my friend Di, where we sort of talk about tarot, but really just talk about the experience of being human. This week, we chatted about coming to your cards when you don't have any particular obstacles to ask about. Going from trying to please everyone else to a what if everyone else was here to please me mentality, and the difference between being passively and actively visible to others. So if you want to hear two friends talk about life, tarot, and everything in between, sit back, get a snack, and enjoy. Just a quick heads up before we go into the episode, we do use adult language, so if that's something you're concerned about or you have people around you who might not want to hear that, please pop in your headphones and then go ahead and dive in. All right, another week with our cards. Shall we start as we always start with what we're bringing to the table? How are you doing today, Di? I'm in a weird headspace. It doesn't feel exactly the same as last week's. Some of it's anxiety, which is, you know, almost always a thing for me. It's just varies as to <laughs> what level it's at. Um, it's a little higher this week because, like, we're trying to finish up last minute stuff before my high school kiddo starts school later in the week. So, like, we have to go do eye doctor appointments this afternoon and that sort of stuff just always gives me anxiety for reasons. <laughs> So there's some of that. I'm just kind of tired. Yeah, and still feeling a little bit of what I was last week with the like in that weird in-between space of like college kid left, high school kids about to go back and you know, trying to decide like <laughs> do I try and do work and do I just not? I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, these last few days, weeks of summer. I think can feel sort of weird. Yeah, I know I need to be preparing for back to school. I'm also not ready, like, just to like for the <laughs> admin of it. Like, yes, I'm just like, I'm ready for them to go back to school. That's fine. But there's just so much, like you said, just things that have to be sorted for them to go back. And you're like, oh, I just want to stay a little bit blissed out for a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm actually doing really good this week. I am. That's I think, good. I know. <laughs> As I mentioned last episode, my birthday was on Friday, so I just had like the best, most relaxing weekend that I've had in a while, and I had the world's slowest morning today, <laughs> so <laughs> I am just very relaxed and yeah, still riding like all of the good endorphins from a really nice weekend. So I'm coming to my cards in a fantastic mood today. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that uh, that plays into my interpretations. <laughs> there there might be a lot less swearing and a lot less anger at feelings this week. We'll see. Um, but we'll start with you this week. What questions did you ask and what cards did you draw? Well, we chatted a little bit yesterday. I think we were both having a hard time coming up with questions originally because it feels like things have shifted some, but I'm not sure in exactly what direction yet. Like it doesn't feel so much like overcoming obstacles or like releasing things. And so 
I think we were both kind of feeling like that. And that's why I really loved the idea you had. Um, for those who listened to our episode last week, one of the things we talked about was the idea of learning and then being and then doing. And so we're like, well, why don't we turn that into questions for this week? You know, ask, you know, what things we're invited to learn and just sit with and actually take action on. So I, I did go with those. I think like it's important for listeners to un- like realize or like think about, you don't always have to come to the tarot with like, what's the problem here? And like, there's only so yes. many weeks I can ask, what's the obstacle <laughs> I'm not looking at before I'm like, right, <laughs> I've got it. Like, I get it. We drew the same cards for weeks. I, I get it. Um, And so yes. I think it's, it's like, just worth stating, like, it's all right to just come with kind of more broad questions that don't have to be about like, what's present? What am I not looking at? What's underneath that? Where like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's okay. So we, yeah, we played with our questions this week because I think we both were just like, I know what the obstacle is. I know what the challenges (laughs) I'm working through are like, things are shifting. Uh We're doing the things. Yeah. We just needed some new material. (laughs) So, (laughs) so yeah. So what were, how did you phrase the questions that you asked? What I wrote down originally, um, was what am I being invited to learn? What am I being invited to be with? What am I I being invited to take action on? And I drew the cards, but then when I was journaling, I like flipped it around a little bit. So what am I being invited to learn was the seven of cups, which I think might be the only card that we're going to talk about this week that we have actually had before, which I'm like, yay, we came up with like something different to ask and we actually got different cards. But when I was journaling it, um, I phrased it as like, what is the seven of cups inviting me to learn? And the same sort of thing. Um, the second one ended up, uh, what is the five of wands inviting me to sit with? And then what is the King of Wands inviting me to do? And so apparently things have shifted because now I'm getting the wands instead of you. <laughs> but they're different wands. But yeah, that first Seven of Cups, I've seen the Seven of Cups a bunch. But thinking about it in terms of what can I learn from this feels a little different than you know, what we've been talking about with, cause it's come up before, like in that, like letting go an obstacle space. And, um, what ended up coming up, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but it feels like it, this isn't it. But what I ended up thinking about a lot was how I am the sort of person who tries to anticipate everything which goes with the anxiety thing I was talking about before. That's a very, like, very common thing with people um, who are working with anxiety a lot. And so, like, yeah, the way my brain works is, like, I try and come up with all the possible things. And often it is in a, like, not even, like, for myself, it's to make other people's lives easier. (laughs) Trying to make as few waves as possible, sort of. Um, Like... Yeah, I might begrudgingly like end up needing somebody's help with something, but I want to make 
make it so that they have as like little work to do as possible. And when I started thinking about it, I'm like, well, that's, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> it was actually, I was thinking about it in context with these eye doctor appointments that uh, my daughter and I have this afternoon. And like, I go into things like this, any sort of appointment, that sort of thing, trying to think about all the things ahead of time. And I just stopped and I'm like, what if I quit trying to do other people's jobs for them? I am paying this person for their expertise on something. Why do I feel like I have to do like most of their job ahead of time for them? I think that part of it, that's where the cups part comes in because like on an intellectual level, I'm like, yeah, I should just like not. But like on an emotional level, it is very hard for me to let go of that. And, and kind of what came up with that was also, like, I get very in my head and my emotions too, since that's what we're dealing with here is cups, but I, I get sucked into judgment a lot. And so it's like, how about like, I experiment with not just assuming <laughs> that everyone is going to judge me for stuff, um, because I'm already doing it to myself. And like, assuming that if I go in for something and say, hey, like, I'm experiencing these symptoms, like I'm finding that I'm having a hard time when I'm spending a lot of time reading that sort of thing. That does not automatically indicate like a failing on my part, <laughs> which is where my brain wants to go, like that there's something wrong, like I have done something wrong, instead of just like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know until I go and let the person do their job. Like, but I go straight into like, I must be doing something wrong. <laughs> I don't even understand it sometimes yeah. why I go there. <laughs> I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I think you're having a human experience and, mm -hmm. and you're going to the person who can help you make that or improve that human experience. There's yes. not like a, right or wrong thing that you could be doing in this scenario like the right thing is going to the eye doctor that that's it that's, yeah you've, you've done it <laughs> yes uh yeah I really hate my brain sometimes um so yeah even just we, we talk about it's like you know just baby steps like the idea of just how about I just like quit trying to do everything and judge everything and just like and and where it ties into the seven of cups a little because this particular one it's the image where person like there's stuff under a bunch of different bowls and he's trying to decide which one to pick it's like you know it's not my job to like try and analyze everything and like pick the exact right thing you know how about I just like let other people do it like it's their job to do <laughs> so it's taking everything on myself yeah let other people deal with their cups like the cups that belong to them, like making sure when we're in seven of cups and we're picking the, you know, our heart's desire or we're learning to not worry about picking the right cup or the wrong cup. Also making sure that those cups are yours and they're not other people's cups that the other people should be worrying about. It's, I know you and I talked about this, but I don't think it's something we would have talked about here, but kind of along those lines. So my older daughter who just went back to college like realized just maybe like a week and a half <laughs> before she left she's like oh my god do I need to go to the eye doctor and 
it was a big challenge for me to just like let that be her responsibility like she's almost 20 years old like she can like make her own appointments and like check her own stuff um and and ultimately like she did she like looked into it realized she still had enough contact lenses that she's fine she could do it at christmas but like part of me felt a little bit bad that like you know maybe i should have like reminded her or whatever i'm like i kind of have to let her just like do that and deal with the you know possible consequences of it on her own because she's gonna have to do it sometime um and she really is old enough to do that but it's still kind of a challenge to just like yeah let let people have their own feelings make their own mistakes like get frustrated with things something i've been working on and it's yeah it, it's probably something i'm gonna be continuing to work on but that's when you mentioned about like like are they even your cups i'm like i have to like think about that a lot yeah i love that card as a teacher for you so then inviting me to just sit with was five of wands and i haven't gotten this card in a while i think it's interesting that a five came up here because it feels like that for me a lot of times the fives in all of the suits are kind of those like you've gone from the fours which are the kind of like you've hit at least a temporary point of like stability and and whatnot and then the fives kind of like shake things up again and the idea of like just sitting with that and not immediately like wanting to do something about it is interesting it also made me think because i went and looked it, it kind of feels analogous to like the step five in your book too of the like you're finally in that like you, you made a decision, but then you're like, oh, no, I really have to, like, <laughs> go with this. Just for listener clarification. Yeah. Ty's <laughs> talking about, I, I wrote a book called Is It Enough Yet? And it's uh, about, like, a journey of transformation. And step five is, like, hitting the, 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 the center of it all. And, yeah, kind of reaching that point of, like, pause and clarity. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I was with the Five of Wands in pretty much all of the decks. There's some element of like the wands are like kind of mixed up, crossing with each other. Interestingly enough, in my Wild Unknown deck, they're all separate, but they're kind of like just like if you dropped them and they're all just kind of scattered all over. And I do always still carry that idea, I think, because that was the first one that I used like the first deck um of that idea of like sitting with that like unsettled feeling of like i could go in a lot of different directions and also because it was already in my head from when i was thinking about seven of cups is actually stopping and thinking about like if i'm being pulled in different directions and all like what is it that i want to be doing like instead of these all these different things, is it me or is it somebody else who is putting those out there? And so not just the like feeling about like, you know, is it my cup or not, but like these things that I could be doing, you know, is it something that I actually 
want to be putting my energy toward wants make me think a lot not just about like the action they're doing but that whole like idea of energy and it's like where am I expending my energy I know a lot of times too in some of the different guidebooks and all it brings up the idea of like conflict with this um I wasn't feeling that quite so much it felt more like an internal like and I that may be because I was like thinking of it in terms of like what do I need to just like be with I think even though cards like so the fours is like that foundation right and there can be sometimes an element of rest or restorative nature to the fours I really do find fives to be and this is why so spoiler alert we both got fives in the stillness position in the or what like what to be with because I do find fives a card of like can you be present with this like that is here without turning it into a battle and so yeah that five of wands of like can you be with the conflicting energies of a situation and not do I mean particularly to get it in the stillness position like to not do anything with it there's no one there's not an action sometimes I have two feelings like that and that's more cups but like sometimes you have just conflicting things and like yeah it doesn't all need to be resolved and tied up nice and neat those five of wands they're scattered like there doesn't need to be them all in a line there doesn't need to be an order yeah and that feels very appropriate for me this week so I drew these cards yesterday and they've been like sitting in the back of my head and I didn't actually do the journaling for them until like 20 minutes before we started recording this <laughs> because I I am feeling very like like I mentioned earlier that like it's a very transitional time like with kids school and whatnot but also where I was talking some about business stuff last week you know I'm coming up on the end of a business that I've been doing for years and so I was really doing a lot of activity with that last week and I will be next week and that'll be it um, and so I have this week in between and like some part of me is very much like oh my god we have to do all the things this week because everything has to be like I don't even know figured out prepared whatever I'm just like so in my head and the idea of what if I just like don't have to do that what if I just like deal with the appointments and the back to school whatever this week and just didn't feel like I had to like throw myself into all the doing ahead of time it's just <laughs> and that's also very very hard for me it's like well but you have some time now. But do I really have time? I like I have a lot of stuff to do. What if it was okay if I just did that stuff? So that that feels very much like this five of wands energy to that whole idea. Yeah, definitely. So then I'm curious, like, what were you called to do? What card came up for that last question? So King of Wands came up there. So still wands. And I was thinking it, it feels appropriate for the end of Leo season. Um, there's, in fact, in this particular version of the card, there's a little lion on it. <laughs> but I find it interesting that the person in this, like, he he's not stressing. 
like, he knows the lion's there, but he's not, like, running or, you know, whatever. And, like, thinking about this, because King of Wands is, like, that's all the, the, like, fire energy. But it feels very much like he's just, like, comfortable in his own power, I guess. And in this particular one, I don't know how it is in some of the others, but like his wand, it's basically like a torch and all. And it feels very like he is using the fire. The fire is not using him. And like, yes, wands are a lot about creativity and energy and doing. But I kind of get this feeling of like, he's just as comfortable with like deciding not to do something as doing it like that. Like I get to decide. And so <laughs> that's a very... Oh, that's a hard thing for me. But also, I feel like I really need that. Like, that's where I'm trying to go. So it, it feels like, yeah, this is the spot for that. And kind of in the back of my head since I drew these cards. And even since I decided to like change stuff in my business and all the things that we're doing that are more, like, what do I want to do? Like, you know, what if I am just that, like, this is what I'm doing and I don't need anybody's permission and I'm allowed to do the stuff just because I want to, like, I really want to embrace this kind of energy. And when I say that, my brain immediately goes to, but do you really know how to do that? Can you do that? And I kind of want to like, go, fuck you brain. Like, of course I do. Like quit trying to tell me this stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm very smug right now as the Leo <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> I'm always here for my friends being encouraged to be more Leo. Um, and so, yeah, I really like the King of Wands energy, the really powerful like Leo energy that I think they bring is this like flipping the idea of like how do I please everyone else to what if everyone else was here to please me and that can bring up a lot of emotions and a lot of like thoughts about how like I can't do that that will make me insufferable that like that's selfish that's whatever but like what is the difference between like like if everyone else is waiting for you to serve them why is that okay for your brain and your body, but, like, you waiting for other people to please you is not okay? Like, no, just yep. <laughs> just for a moment. Just adopt that attitude of, like, I am the king of the jungle. I am going to do this my way, and I'm going to take up that space, and I'm going to have that confidence that, like, walk around your house naked. It's fine. Like, just bring that energy to everything. And I think that's such, like, a good, for me, like, antidote to Seven of Cups. Like, learning all of your lessons from Seven of Cups, which have taught you about asking for what you want, about waiting for the cups that you desire, about not worrying about right or wrong cups, not worrying about all of the feelings of the situation and not worrying about like which dreams you're allowed to have and which thoughts or feelings you're allowed to have. Like 
learn your lessons from that and be king of wands. Like, yeah, step into that power. Yeah. And it's, I think, like, earlier on in my working with tarot, I thought more of king of wands, like, like being the end of the wand suit and wands being about, like, action and all. My thought would have been, oh, it means do all the things. It doesn't, though. It's pick which things you want to do and, like, go all in on those. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so my cards. So the questions, the way I phrased the questions was what energy am I being asked to learn from or bring in as a teacher? What energy am I being asked to sit with and be still with? And then what energy am I being asked to be more active with? So for the learn card or question, I got the world, which is just very on the nose for like, oh, what am I being asked to learn from? From from everything, from everything that's come before. Um, so the world is the last card of the major arcana. It is ruled by Saturn. And one of the things like in astrology is the idea of your Saturn return, which so what that means is like Saturn was in a certain spot in the sky when you were born and it takes 27 years to or roughly it's 27, 28, 29 years to come back around to that spot. And sort of the meme of it all or the truth of it all, whichever, is that like your Saturn returns, if you think about like where you were at ages like 27, 28, 29, it can be really disruptive and it can bring truths about things that need to change and it can really shake up some for some people. And it is certainly did for me. Like, yeah, it was definitely a point where I was like, oh, I need to rethink things, restructure things, which is very Saturn. Um, so the world can be this real ending of a cycle type vibes. I often, like the phrase that comes to my mind when I think of the world card is like that the world just keeps turning and kind of being at peace with endings and beginnings, but not not small. So like for me, death, the death card is a card of like endings and beginnings, right? That when something dies, something's new and for something new to be born, something dies. But the world is this, it's more thematic of just like, okay, we're, we're closing out a cycle, but also getting ready to start the fool's journey all over again. We've worked our way through the major arcana and we're coming back around to the beginning. And what I find interesting is last week I got the fool as what was underneath the thing holding me back. And I talked about how I was, I have a lot of fear about the, like leaning into the fool, leaning into the leap, right? And something really shifted in this past week. And I was like, okay, I'm ready to like do this again. Talking, circling back to my book. Like I'm ready. I know what a journey of transformation takes 
from me at least, I know what it looks like. And I had a lot of fear about just like, oh my God, am I really doing this again? Am I really going into the woods and doing <laughs> this again? And this week I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I am. I'm doing it. Cool. And so to get the world as what is my teacher felt like, okay, what do I need to learn? I just need to take all of the lessons that I have learned in my 30, well, I'm 36 now. So my, my past 36 (laughs) years, how does birthdays work? (laughs) Yes. It's at the end. Okay. It's at the end. (laughs) Like, wait, if I lived here for 35 years or 36. (laughs) Um, so yeah, taking all the lessons from my past 36 years and just recognizing how far I've come and and letting that be present in a way that is helpful and supportive on the next bit. Yeah, I think more and more, and you and I have talked about this before, yeah, that idea of, yeah, it's just, it's a, that it's a spiral. And like, yeah, it is the end of something, but yeah, it's also that it's a, kind of a big shift. Um, I find it can be a card of it's done in like a real soothing way of just like, it's done. It's safe to, to let it be done because I like that. Yeah. yeah. We can tend to, as we, I, we've talked about in previous episodes, like pick at things and keep picking at and keep like, picking at scars, picking at wounds and poking bruises and just keep needling it and needling it. And for me, there's a real rest to the world of like, it's done. And like, cool. Okay. We're done with that. Like, and we will revisit it. I'm sure we will come back around to it, but like, it's done. Which ties in nicely actually to my, what energy am I being asked to sit still with? which was also a five. I got five of swords. And so five of swords is again, a card of conflict. It has a conflict nature to it. Um, My sort of phrase that I've attached to five of swords is you can win this battle, but you'll lose the war or you'll win, but at what cost? And it is a battle of the thoughts. It is a battle of the inner critic. It is a battle of your inner protector of like, cool, you can be right about this. You can absolutely follow those thoughts and you will bring about what you fear the most and you will get the satisfaction of being right. But what is it going to cost you? And often it costs us the thing we really want, particularly if we're talking about all of my cards have been about like connection or asking for help or things like that that if I let all of my fears and all of my worries and insecurities, if I let them stay in the driver's seat and I fight this battle from that place so I can win it and get the satisfaction of like, I knew everyone would screw me over or whatever it is. I knew I couldn't ask for help. I knew I couldn't depend on anyone. Yeah, cool. You get to be right. But like, what's the cost to that? And usually the cost is higher than we would possibly ever really want to pay. 
And so, like, taking all of the lessons from the world and just being still with that energy of Five of Swords, being still of, like, I'm not fighting this. I'm not, I'm not picking up those swords. I will not, I will lose this battle. I will lose this battle happily. Like, oh no, it turns out people can help me. Oh, shucks, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I'll take that. I will be wrong about that. So yeah, just this real, like, stop, stop with the battle of the thoughts. It's not. It's not helpful. It's not what you want. Yeah, I know when I get five of swords, unlike with the five of wands where it's like the the doing it all, it feels very much like that getting sucked into the like overwhelm of like trying, kind of like we've talked before about like trying to think your way out of things as well. And that like, you can't do that all the time. <laughs> However much you might want to. Um, yeah. I had to learn that lesson deeply last week. <laughs> and we talked about it, right? I talked about how yeah, yeah. I was in a like a real circular battle with my thoughts of just mm-hmm. thought, then judging the thought, then coming back. like, And it was just the circle. And I had to, I had to quit. I was like, I will not, I will not do this anymore. I quit thinking, like, I will listen to my fucking feelings. Fine. I get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> fine. Fine. And I, yeah, I just had to make the decision of, like, okay, I'm done overthinking this. Like, I just am done. Um, and it turns out it's, like, a lot easier. <laughs> like, <laughs> my brain's a lot more <laughs> relaxed. That works. Yeah. Funny. So, yeah, <laughs> it just felt like a, um, yeah, that I am still and, and will have to. The thing is... Nothing is ever one and done, right? So, like, right. it's not like, cool, last week I was like, I'm done overthinking. I'm cured forever. Like, it is this <laughs> reminder of, like, I will be asked to revisit this over and over. And I will have to constantly make the choice to lay down the swords and be like, I will not overthink this. And so just returning to that over and over. Um, and I, I find that, like, an important reminder with almost all the tarot cards of, like, it is not a one and done that we yeah. don't we don't just learn something once and it sticks forever. Certainly we have moments of like profound change and you know light bulb moments and yes, but the lessons, the lessons of like it all, like no, yeah. re- revisit it over and over and over and over again. Okay, so if you're not going like if you're putting down the swords and not doing that, what are you going to do? <laughs> yes. So in the, what am I being asked to be more active with? It was six of wands, which we're still- That's usually my card. I know it is. It was very funny to see it because you do normally draw six of wands so much. And I'm like always smug. I'm like, yeah, dad, you need to celebrate yourself more. You need to let yourself like have success. Yeah, cool. Good for you. Good for you. I'm over here with like, you know, all of my cups or whatever. Um, But yeah, so we're carrying on with the wands tradition. And so six of wands is traditionally a card of, um, in the next world tarot, it's given the label victory. Um, It's astrological connection is Jupiter in Leo, which 
Leo loves the spotlight. Leo loves playfulness. Like, I don't know what we're talking about. Love being a Leo, right? Um, <laughs> Leos are the best. Uh, and Jupiter expands that. Like, Jupiter allows that, like, abundance of the signs that it's in. So there's a real call in Six of Wands to, like, be seen, be out in the spotlight, be celebrated. New themes? No, not new themes. <laughs> <laughs> Think the whole, again, these are such a follow-on from last week. Last week, I talked about how in Two of Cups, how I don't feel like I can bring all of the parts of myself to the table and have someone, like, be at that table with me and accept all of those parts. And the Six of Wands is just like, all of you deserves to be celebrated. Like, you are in the spotlight and you deserve to be there. And so, yeah, being asked to be more active with that energy feels more of, like, just calling in the, like, celebratory nature of Six of Wands. And listening to what you were saying, and also because it came up, like, for this particular question what came to mind was that it's not just enough to like stop hiding exactly. And like, like there's letting people see you and there's actually like putting yourself out there and like doing it in an active way. Um, Cause yeah, it's one thing to be like, okay, I'm, I'm not hiding anymore, but I'm like not really drawing attention to myself either. Um, and actually take it that next step to like, like, no, hey, over here, everybody look at me. Like, that's, like, it's kind of that energy. And it's like, oh, I don't know about if I'm ready for that. That's, that's so funny because my Leo analogy is like, walk around your house naked. And I'm like, I close all the curtains, right? Like, no one can see in. And I'm like, in my domain. And I'm like, I am amazing. But like, literally no one can see in. And you're yes. like, six wands is like what if you left the house and like broadcasted your amazing self to people that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> okay i take I'm not that saying i'm good at doing that either yeah. by the way but yeah. like it feels like it's like yeah it's like can you like move a little more to the like yeah putting yourself like yeah out where other people can see it i i take that stab from you my cards were so nice and gentle and then ty comes in with like jolie did you look at this i take it i take it happily um and yeah you're right there it particularly in the like what am i being asked to be more active with it is the, like actively putting yourself out there and being in situations which yeah that's a fun one to think about so now is there something from that that you actually like i don't know whether it, like a not a goal exactly but yeah what you want to do with it let's take week. forward into this week um that's the phrase i was after it was not coming <laughs> yeah what so how are we going to take these cards forward into our week that's a good question because <laughs> particularly Six of Wands. Um, so one of the things that came out of last week, uh, one of the areas in which I was overthinking was social media and my relationship to or my presence with social media and how I was really feeling like I wanted to step back and take a break and just allow my brain to 
creates without the constraints of like creating for Instagram. And I was like really overthinking that and being like, I can't just quit because I want to, like I have to have a strategy to it. But ultimately I was like, cool, I'm going to listen to my feelings. My feelings, everything in my body is like, please, can we take a break from this? And so I finally was like, okay, I will take a break from this. And then I felt really good about that decision, but I also haven't started looking at or even thinking about, and I'm not trying to force it, but I've just been like, cool, I've closed one way that people see me, one way that people know about my work. And I'm like, okay, now I just don't have to do any work then because there's no place for anyone to see it. (laughs) (laughs) And so maybe there's an element of just like, don't have to figure it all out. I'm really happy to let things unfurl in their own time. But like, am I even making space to think about it? Not really. Like, I mean, not that I needed to right away, but like, I think that's something to think about as I go forward of like, okay, just because we're not creating for Instagram anymore doesn't mean that I don't need the time boundary of like, this is a time to create. I can create anything I want now. I gave myself that freedom, but I still like need to give myself the container of like, okay, we're just going to, we're going to create, we're going to write for a bit. We're going to like, and it can be anything, but we still have to like do this stuff. I can't just like cop out now. Cause I'm like, Oh cool. Instagram's gone. So yeah, I think there is an energy or an element here of, okay, do not start hiding away just because you left Instagram. That The goal of leaving Instagram wasn't to hide away. The goal was to create more and to put out that content in different ways. So yeah, that's, I think that's what I want to spend this week of, um, Letting down the swords, letting down the overthinking of like, no one's going to see my work. doesn't matter what I do. Like, oh, well, I'm not on Instagram, so I'm just never going to market anything, never going to sell anything ever again. And um, yeah, just like being like, no, come on, let's, yeah, let's, let's get the wheels turning in my brain of different ways we can create things and be seen. How about you? what you were saying reminds me of something you said before the whole like if I can do it anytime or if I can do anything then it happens no time Mm -hmm. like there still has to be some structure and a container yeah yeah but it's very easy to be just like I don't have to do it (laughs) but then or or it'll just happen I don't have to like actually do anything active Mm -hmm. yeah I think that's such a an easy sort of myth to fall into of just like, it will happen when it happens. I will create when I feel creative. And I think we might've talked about this before of like, we think we wait for the feeling and then we'll take the action. Mm -hmm. We think we wait for confidence and then we'll do the thing that we need confidence for. And it doesn't particularly come that way. And I find for me, especially with like creativity, if I wait to be creative, there will be a, thousand distractions that come before creativity feels like showing up 
But like if I sit with my iPad and I open up Procreate and I'm like, okay, this is the time we're going to write, draw something, it's more likely to happen then. (laughs) And so, yeah, really bringing in some boundaries, um, especially as summer fades away of like, okay, when am I going to create again? Like what's, what is that time for me? Yeah, that's something I've been thinking about. I remember it was yesterday, yesterday or today when I was walking, but yeah, that idea of like confidence, you don't have to, you don't have the confidence before you do something you get it from doing, or like it's, you don't have to have the desire to do something. It's like, once you start doing it, then you're like, oh, right. I do enjoy doing this, but like getting over that, initial like well I don't know if I want to you just sometimes you just have to and if you start and you don't like it you can stop but if you don't start sometimes you just don't ever get to that point of oh right I like this thing (laughs) yeah it's um what Emily Nagoski talks about as responsive desire which she's talking about it in terms of like wanting or desiring sex or physical affection that but it applies to I think so many things that our desire can be responsive to the situation we're in. So like my desire to create is responsive to me sitting down with my iPad and giving myself the tools to create. Then the desire comes. Um, I forget. Do you remember what the other form of desire is? What's the alternative to responsive? Spontaneous? Yes, I think that's right. And I also, if I remember right, like the more that they she dug into it, the more it became apparent that like the responsive kind is way more prevalent. Like it's, you know, yeah. even sometimes you think it's spontaneous and it's not really. Yeah. Yeah. So the book is Come As You Are by Emily Nagoski. Yeah. And I highly recommend it, even if you are like not interested in the sexual aspect to the book, it is really huge for me for understanding like desire and um listening to our bodies and how our bodies work and want things um great book Mm -hmm. but yeah that's exactly right uh yeah responsive desire so for me this week I actually surprisingly in the you know whopping 20 minutes that I journaled I did actually stop and think about like okay what would I want to take forward into this week and um thinking about the king of wands and that like like kind of that confidence um to what i would like to do this week is just pay more attention kind of slow down a little bit which is kind of what i've been trying to do all this month but actually make conscious choices about things not just like go with the default or like do it because that's what I always do um but actually like spend a little time I guess when I'm journaling in the morning try and do that as a habit this week of like yeah stopping things like you know a lot of times I'll jot down like okay things to do today but actually like stop myself and go okay but am I just putting those down because I think I should like is it actually something I want to do and and sometimes, yeah, I may decide to do it even if it is more for somebody else, but not just 
doing that like just because that's what I always do. Have you thought any more about having that day of rest or having a day with no wands on your plate? A little bit. And I've been trying to, yeah, my, I'm, that's a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> Still, I did it's think okay. about it a little bit. Yeah, I don't. I'm just over here wanting it very badly for you. I just right. want you to have a day <laughs> where there are no wands on your plate, where there are no caretaking yeah. tasks, where everyone's job is to just take care of you for the day. I'm, I'm thinking and I'm like, can that even happen this week? I don't know if it can. Where my brain likes to go with that is like, the only way I can do something like that is if I like prepare everything ahead of time. Like I can't just say, Oh yeah, no, this particular day, I'm just, this is what I'm doing. And then just like, let everybody else just deal. Like I, I very much feel like, Oh no, I have to. And yeah, it's interesting to stop and go, but, but do I like what, what would happen if I just said, no, I'm like taking Thursday off this week. Like, do I have yeah. anything else I really need to do? Like, what if I just, I'm like, no, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. I encourage all of our listeners to think about this as well. <laughs> I will bully all of you into it. If you are a person who has like a lot of like care taste, anything on your plate that you're like, I need a break from this. Tell the people in your lives, hey, listen, on Thursday, I'm not available for making dinner. So I'm going to need you guys to figure it out. Cool. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> like simple. <laughs> <sighs> Go to your supportive partner. Be like, these are the tasks on my plate for Thursday. I can't do any of them. Can you, what can you help with? (laughs) Like, ask people to take, figure out what's on your plate and ask people to take it off of it. Well, I guess I'll report back to y'all on next week's episode whether I actually did it or not. <laughs> I I just want to say, like, I'm completely aware that it is a hard thing to do. And yeah. and also, just again, for, like, people listening, I'm so aware that it can bring up a lot of feelings of just, like, but that's my job. Like, to do all these tasks yeah. is my job. And if, if it turns out that I'm not needed for those mm. things – what does that mean about me? What does that mean about my value in this family, about like my role or my like worth in this dynamic or whatever, whatever situation it happens to be in to like accept that you can take a day off and everything will be fine is confronting because like, it's like, yeah, what does that mean? Um, but it's you're still all and particularly you die like amazing valuable very worthy people and you deserve a day off and on that note (laughs) (laughs) so those are our cards for the week and our thoughts on them as always pictures of our cards and links to anything mentioned will be in the show notes you can find the link to the show notes as always in the description below If you have thoughts, questions, comments about the card we drew, if you want to let us know about how you're embracing your King of Wands um, self, uh, leave us a comment on Instagram or at Two Tarot Nerds or come over to twotarotnerds.substack.com and leave us a comment on the post for this episode. 
Uh, you can also subscribe if you want to the show notes and you'll get an email every week when the episode goes live and yeah, you don't have to worry about like missing a notification. So yeah, thank you so much for listening this week and we'll be back in your ears next week.